Hey, this is Tim from Something More, and you're listening to Spinning Thoughts. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 55 of Spinning Thoughts. This is your beautiful, I'm going to go ahead and say it because no one introduces me ever. I'm always the one introducing myself and then my co-host. So this is the beautiful, amazing Angelo with Spinning Thoughts. And I'm so happy that you all are here with us again for episode 55. We've got a killer, I'm talking killer band with us. But before we jump into all that, everyone say hello to my dude. Mr. Brandon Robertson. What up, B? And the crowd goes wild. The crowd hey, does on, not man? go wild. Do you hear how silent it is? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking silent, dude. Here's the crickets, yeah. <laughs> how you doing today, dude? Oh, I'm hanging in there, brother. How you doing? It's been a wild and fucking crazy day, um, but that's what it's like to be alive. It's better than not, right? If you're dead, I guess it's pretty serene. Yeah, it'd be it'd be boring. It would be boring. Uh, so it's episode 55. We have a killer guest here with us today. There's a lot that we need to talk about, so I'm going to quit bullshitting. We're going to bring him on in. Everybody, say hello to Tim from Something More. Tim, what up, dude? Yo, Tim. Hey, how's it going, guys? Feeling good, feeling great, brother. Uh, You're going to have a busy month here in May, aren't you? Absolutely, yeah, man. I mean, tour starts tomorrow. We're, you know, getting ready to getting ready to ship on out for another another batch of shows on the road you guys are always always you know moving around touring around and we love that that's uh that's probably why there's some buzz around something more so as you were saying the band is traveling around the country for the may flowers tour with young culture and light it up the tour is going to kick off as everyone's listening to it, it's actually today, May the 9th, when everyone's hearing this. Uh, but oh, we're, okay, today. Yeah, so today, right now, um, right something now, more is about here. to play. <laughs> you're maybe exactly. even on stage at this point as people are listening <laughs> to this. Um, but yeah, you're, you're kicking things off, I believe, in Kent, Ohio, which happens to be Brandon and mine, uh, our alma mater, our stomping grounds for college. Yep, um, that's, that's amazing. Fuck yeah, dude, great times there. Lots of... Um, extracurricular activities um that's what we like to hear (laughs) you're gonna have fun in kent man for sure i'm almost i'm almost tempted to drive to kent um and and come out and see you guys there just so i can uh rock out again again in kent ohio but um hell yeah but tim uh talk to us then since the tour is just kicking off talk to us about where you're at mentally in terms of like preparation excitement Where, where are you at right now Absolutely. I mean, like, as as with any tour, right when it starts, I just cannot get my mind off trying to get back onto the road. And I'm just so excited to be back out. We've been home for about three, four weeks now. And like, it's nice to get a good shower and, you know, sleep in my own bed and whatever and pet my cat. But there's nothing like being out on the road and playing shows. So I could not be more stoked. Now, I don't want to jump ahead uh, to the next segment. The next segment is going to be about the the new album that just dropped dogs part two um yeah i don't want to jump ahead but you're saying you're you know you're excited you know you got to be at home pet the cat are you not a yeah. dog guy then i am absolutely a dog guy but unfortunately a couple of years ago my dog passed away and my mom is not about to to get invested like yeah. that again i'm sorry I'm not to, trying hear to that. bring it down no but, you know. <laughs> hey uh, brandon <laughs> and i are big dog lovers no um, doubt. and we'll, yeah. we'll talk a little bit more because i am curious as to the um the aesthetic of of the dogs that I've been seeing in the albums. We'll we'll get to that. Let's not jump totally. ahead. Um, cool. Br- Brandon, why don't you kick off the uh, the next uh, element of this segment for well, us? Yeah. Well, what I want to know is is what city or dates are you looking forward to the most on this tour? So I'm really really excited for the Vermont date. Um, we we have a lot of good friends in Vermont, um, and then also up in just the Connecticut region. And then um, I'm really excited to get up back to uh, the upper side of New York and uh, hit Troy and Albany again. We really love those cities, and we can't wait to play them again. 
And I was really looking forward to playing Pittsburgh again. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like it's gonna be it's gonna be happening this time. But we'll be back soon. That's not you know we'll, we love Pittsburgh. And in on the topic of Pittsburgh, I mean that it's I was born and raised here. Brandon is a transplant from Cleveland, uh, so he definitely upgraded uh, in in that endeavor. But yeah. <laughs> so you you've played in Pittsburgh before. We have, yeah. We played it. Uh, I believe it's called uh, Black Forge Coffee Shop. Yeah, okay. Uh, we played there uh, two or three times now, and uh, yeah, we really like it there. What um, are, are you familiar at all with like the pop punk, you know, music scene around Pittsburgh at all? Any bands um, from the um, area? There's a few bands. Uh, the bands that we were playing with when we were out in Pittsburgh last time. There's a band called Life Is Short. Okay. Um, and uh, this dude Josh and uh, and like his boys are, you know, they're really great. Um, and then I'm trying to think of this other band. There, there are a bunch of young kids, but they blew me away. I wish I could remember the Smile name. Smile, my dear, I, maybe. I, I don't know. It could be Smile, my dear. Um, but they're young. The reason why sounds I, familiar. The yeah. reason why I ask is because the the pop punk like powerhouses, uh, in like just one of the bigger, hardest working bands in Pittsburgh, uh, is eternal boy they they used to go by the space pimps are you familiar with those guys yeah totally absolutely so that's rishi ball friend of the pod or i always say podcast now we're trying to transition away from that so rishi ball friend of the show uh eternal boy so i'm surprised you guys haven't lined up yet have you played a show with those guys no we haven't we haven't had the opportunity to yet but we really 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 well with them really well that would be awesome. We got to get you in contact with Rishi. Rishi, if you're listening, something more. They fucking rock. And uh, let's get we you We want to play shows. Yeah, no doubt. Now, <laughs> Tim, I, I want to – this isn't crazy. I mean, it is serious to an extent. Um, but I'm curious, um, when we work with bands uh, like PR People Management, they always send press releases. I, I actually do read them. And so yeah. um, in this press release that I got for something more um, – it said that the band um, was robbed during your first tour in 2013, which just so happened to be your 21st birthday, right? Yes. So yes. How, how has this affected your approach to touring? Uh, how do you prevent this sort of thing from happening? And what advice could you provide other bands to maybe help deter this from happening to them? Absolutely. That's a, That's an amazingly thoughtful question. Um, so, you know, off the bat, it really did kind of like open our eyes immediately to, you know, this is, you know, the real world and there's some not so nice people out there and you got to be safe and you have to really look out for, for your stuff. You got to keep somebody in the van at all times. I mean, even if we sleep at a house nowadays, we'll still have one person in the van just to make sure nobody that makes comes sense. through. Um, you know, it's just about being as cautious as possible because, you know, your van and your trailer is your life and your, your work tools every day. And if you don't have a house or, you know, your, your work tools, you're not going to be able to do anything. So, I mean, definitely number one. Um, and then, so we've, we've actually met a few bands. This is something that's like kind of next level. And, uh, we want to, we want to start, uh, like kind of throwing this idea around a little bit more, but, uh, so what we've seen a band do is they've bought a like tire lock, like essentially like the, you know, the things that lock your tire in place from the, like the cops will put it on or whatever. Oh, yeah, okay. like a boot. And, oh, no way. Yeah. Like a, like a boot. They'll buy, they'll buy one of those and they'll just boot their trailer <laughs> or boot their van. So it can't be moved. No one can, you know, uh, they can't move it. They don't have the key, you know? Well, and they could still break in though and take the equipment. Um, for sure. And, and like puck locks and, and, uh, like also writing down all your serial numbers and, you know, all of that sort of stuff will always, will always help. So do you guys have like a full list, like a full inventory list of all your equipment? Absolutely. I have that list in like three different places as well. Now I, I'm not, I don't know any more about this, unfortunate event that happened to you guys in 2013 but was just your equipment stolen or was the van and everything taken too so they they just like essentially punched the window out um and then grabbed whatever they could grab um they grabbed uh a, most a lot of our merch which like didn't make sense to us at all at the no. time like what why do you 
why do you need our, our t-shirts like, and stuff Yeah, like they're that. selling something more t-shirts on the black market. I mean, maybe that's kind of like a backhanded compliment. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you're like, wow, that's exactly. really not all that bad. Thanks, for, thanks for spreading yeah. our name, you know? <sighs> exactly. There's just a bunch of, like, I don't know, like shit rags with our name on them around the town. But um, so, you know, but they took, they took some merch. Uh, they found our lockbox, so they did grab most of our, like, cash that we had. Um, Brian, our drummer, lost a uh, snare and his cymbals. Um, and then uh, they couldn't find the guitars, which was awesome. But they oh, took wow. like That's our, good. Uh, yeah, like they took our GPS. They took uh, just like some electrical, electric equipment. Um, what city was this in? This was in, uh, well, technically like St. Louis. It's okay. like, uh, but the town that was like really close to it we played in that night was new albany okay um so it's, it's like right around in that area did you ever see i mean the videos? not St. louis louisville i'm sorry it was louisville there, okay kentucky yeah gotcha okay have yeah. you ever seen those videos on social media where like these people uh put a bicycle and like tie like a really like in, like invisible like kind of line to like a tree oh, or yeah and people steal it totally you know I mean? and the dude's just like fucking beef it like down a hill because it like totally. catches yeah. we need to figure out a way to like lace up some shit like in the van or whatever and just really fucking punk these douchebags that are Yo. because this is something that we talk to bands about all the time on the show like it's an epidemic that this it shit is. happens it sucks it is it's it's crazy and i mean like it's it's hard because you are such a target. It's so obvious, you know, especially if your van has stickers all over it and your trailer's got, you know, band stickers all over it. You're, you you really are just like a 100% a target for these people that all they want to do is steal your shit and sell it, you know? Well, you know but, what? Fuck those guys uh, or girls yeah. because, you know what? Girls are capable of it too. So fuck you guys and girls who did this back in 2013. But Honest to God, the, the moral of the question is is that it didn't deter you. You're still kicking ass, and you literally like went right back out on tour to prove that it wasn't going to stop what you were doing. So good for you, and thank you for the advice to the other bands. On I, I didn't even think about some of those um, pieces of advice uh, to prevent this kind of thing from happening. Um, now, Tim, let, sure. on a brighter note, what do you yeah. look forward to the most about touring? Honestly, it's it's seeing all the all the friends, seeing all the homies from all around the country that we've met and like made as we've been touring and meeting new people is like my favorite thing to do. I love meeting new people. I try to meet new people every day of my life. I really enjoy, you know, just that. I, I enjoy that feeling. So, I mean, that's that is my favorite part of touring. Aside from the music, I feel like playing playing the show is kind of obvious, but um aside from that yeah do you have a a pet peeve that just drives you nuts on tour like what's your biggest fucking pet peeve on touring we've been asking this question a lot we just love to hear what really pisses people off. for sure my biggest pet peeve on tour is like clothes that are not in your bag or your area (laughs) like you gotta have it if you have an area that's cool like just keep all your shit in your area and like no big deal I've heard somebody say socks. That was uh, it was Dave from Carousel Kings, which we're going to kind of talk about the connection there with Carousel Kings, a friend of the show, Carousel Kings. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. he he hated like dirty socks. He says he just would toss them out the the moving van. You know, if if, (laughs) if they're laying around like, fuck it, they're gone. You know what I mean? That's amazing. (laughs) You got to love it. Um, That's amazing. So, Tim, um, I want to jump into the next segment here so that we can get to everything. Um, Sure. The band just released Dogs Part 2 on April the 14th of this year. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. As if Dogs Part 1 couldn't get any better than there was a Dogs Part 2. Um, so <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, it contains three additional acoustic versions of songs from the album, in addition to It's Not About You, part two. So can you Correct. talk to us a little more about these tracks and this sure. latest release? Absolutely. So um, we're really, I was really excited first off to just be able to get It's Not About You, part two on a, on a physical album and a release. As of uh, before the record came out, it was only available online. Um, our friend, our good friend Tilly, uh, got a hold of the track through Catherine and Brittany and um, our wonderful label owners. Yes, and, and thank you uh, to Catherine for setting up this conversation. By the way, yes, we we love them with all of our hearts. Um, but so Tilly got a hold of 
the song and kind of figured out her little hook part. Um, and she was like, you know, really wanted to record the song. We ended up getting all the stuff down, um, you know, and then we, it came together and we realized it was, you know, we loved it. So uh, we shot the music video for it, which is uh, out right now on YouTube. And then um, we were toying with the idea of putting out a deluxe edition and uh, maybe doing some acoustic songs too. And um, I personally was really, really excited by just the idea of being able to do some acoustic songs because as a band, we've never really taken that direction before. And we've always kind of wanted to. So it was awesome to finally have the, the room to be able to go and do that. And especially with a track like Keep the Heat Low Acoustic, which I don't want to like, I don't know if, if there's fans of the part one that haven't listened to part two yet, listen to the track. It's a little different. Yeah. And like, we tried to do something different with it and I'm really, really stoked on how it came out. And yeah, I love, um, I love the track. Well, thanks man. And, um, honestly that was the one I was most nervous about cause it's the one that's so different. So yeah. I, I, I really appreciate that. And for, for everyone listening, it will a- actually be the outro song. Uh, to this episode, so do not jump oh, ahead. Awesome. Yeah, do not jump Sweet. ahead. Um, oh I'll, no, no way! I'll smack you on the wrist, fans. Do not <laughs> jump ahead. There's still more to talk about. Um, There's but, so much more. And yeah. Tim, maybe we're out of the loop here, but whose dog is featured on all the artwork and graphics for the varying albums? So uh, right, right on the front of the album is um, our little homie emo pup Toby. That is um, <laughs> that he he's on Instagram. If you want to check him out. Um, oh you know, no way. Yeah, he's a, he's a good little boy, um, and he's uh, our record label owner, Brittany's dog. Oh, uh, really? is that whose it is? I thought it would be yeah. someone's in the bands. No, no, no. Yeah, it's hers. And um, uh, yeah, un- unfortunately, he also passed away oh, recently. But I'm so sorry um, to hear that. Damn. Yeah. Condolences out to to Brittany and and Julia. And and you said the pup's name was Toby. Toby, yep, yeah. Toby with an I. There we go. Yeah, you He's know, it's, it, we're huge dog fans here at uh, Spinning Thoughts, and, uh, you know, I always mention I have uh, a Husky and Shepherd, um, Yoko and Lennon, and uh, I love them too. That's dog. awesome. Yeah, and Brandon, I feel like I always talk about my dogs. You never really talk about yours. Do you want to give a shout-out to your two pups? Sure, absolutely. I have a, a little Husky mix named Lily and a, a Pitbull mix named Gracie that are at home waiting for me now. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. adorable, both of them. So, what? I mean, I, look, I I love Toby. He's a cute little dude. I love dogs. Yeah. Like I said, why why did you go with that though as the album name, which has now had two like you know variations? Um, For sure. W- was there some sort of like, was it to pay respect to you know the the people from the label or the the management? I mean, what what was it? So, um. Back before we were uh, finishing writing the record, we all worked at this place called uh, at this dog daycare. And uh, so we were hanging out with dogs every day and, and, you know, getting to play with them and love on them all day and, you know, make take care of them and stuff like that. Um, And we really are just dog people and like definitely that end of the spectrum. But we also thought so the, the second second or third track on our record is all my best friends are dogs and uh that really that kind of double meaning of of that song really kind of almost drove you know the the direction of i mean you know you talk to your friend you know your friend's a dog it can be a good way or a bad way and like just that kind of double meaning and that like um, you know, we love dogs, but you can also like hate a dog that, you know, if that person's a dog, right, right. you know, you don't like them. So I never even thought about it like that. Um, yeah, I, I'm just so, uh, enamored by, uh, our four legged friends that I didn't even think about like the, uh, double meaning there. Very, very cool. For sure. I like it. Thanks. What track off this album are you the most proud of Tim? Um, honestly, it's not about you part two. I'm really like so blown away at how well that song came together and just Tilly coming in and like with not even us being there her just literally listening to our the part one of that song and coming up with that hook and coming up with those lyrics and and getting everything together I was just like completely blown away at that 
and and how it all ended up coming together was just amazing. So, Tim, on on that topic, then, I think it's a great transition. We always like to play a song in its entirety for the listeners uh, and and fans to jam to. And I'd actually love for you to kind of give us, like, your best radio drop. um, Oh, dope. If you can do it, man. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but you're a veteran. I think you can handle it. Uh, I I think I got this. Give us a drop. We're going to go and listen to this song that we were just talking about. Cool. Well, hey, guys. It's Tim from Something More. And, uh... You're about to listen to It's Not About You Part 2. I know you want to see me every day, but that's not how this works. You call and you write guilt trips every night just to bring me Closer to you, but I'm not standing by anymore. I'm gonna pack my things and walk out that door. I don't wanna think about what you'll say to me when I'm packing up my things to leave. I never thought that this would end. Or that things in walk Just finished listening to It's Not About You, part two, off Dogs, part two by Something More. Uh, Tim, oh, yeah. what can you tell us about this song? I know you already gave us some details, um, but give us a little bit, maybe like some information that nobody knows yet. Is there anything you can, you can drop here on Spinning Thoughts? Sure. Um, so that song um, is actually the oldest song that is on dogs or dogs part two that song was written before any other song on that record and it but it actually came together as the last song that we wrote so i mean i i wrote this song and i think you can if you listen to the words of the song and you especially um you know just kind of the changing of perspective uh throughout the song you can kind of see that i i almost lyrically wrote it in in three different sections of of time and um just that it's a kind of a progression through you know the the decaying of a of a relationship and and i think it i think it came together that way just because of how it was written and i think it was very interesting that 
we kind of like had the song on our back burner and then plucked it out at the end of the recording process and we're like hey let's finish this out and then it came to be what it is right now and i think that's really really cool absolutely and we appreciate that insight this is the kind of shit you get on spinning thoughts people this is why you listen (laughs) this is why you listen um all right tim so a topic that i'm really excited to talk about uh we kind of chatted briefly about it before we jumped on the air here um yeah right at the end of april Something more was part of this crazy, awesome event held by Henry Menzel from the former band, Survey Says, and now his current band, Keep Flying. It was called called Foreclosure Fest 2017. So some some backstory for those who don't know. Uh, Apparently, he and his family were getting evicted from their longtime home. So... And instead of just like kind of going out, you know, with his head down low, he decided to throw a two day banger with friends of the show, Carousel Kings. Survey says performed their last show ever. Keep flying made two appearances, I believe. And yep. something more was there. So how did you all get lined up with this event? So it was it was actually pretty hilarious how everything kind of came together because just we, we didn't really know. We, we heard about this. We, so obviously we heard the unfortunate news first that Absolutely. their house was being foreclosed upon. Yep. We were like, fuck. But in that same post, he is talking about this fest and he's talking about this, you know, just this last hurrah at the, you know, the Pennsylvania farm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and we were like, wow, we, we have to go. If nothing else, we're going, we have to be there. And, you know, we're just going to hang out all weekend and, you know, burn the place down, essentially. Yep. Yep. Um, so uh, we actually the week before two weeks before the show, um, we're talking with a mutual friend, our friend from Vermont, Stacy. And um, she had heard from Henry that sh- that there was a spot for another band and she hit him up for us. And then, you know, we got in con- contact with him after that and uh hopped on the first day of the foreclosure fest which we were incredibly stoked about with the punches was playing the second day right they're a huge influence on us and one of our favorite bands so we were like you know just we were gonna be able to see them and it was gonna be awesome and so we play the first day and then you know we're hanging out that night and um dj henry's brother comes up to us and he's like hey you guys uh you guys staying stay until tomorrow we're like yeah for sure and he's like you guys just want to play again? Oh, no we way. Like, Hell yeah. So we played both days and, um, you know, it was, it was fucking incredible. Like that community and that scene and the love that I felt in that place. And I, I just, it I couldn't put into words. Uh, you know, it was absolutely an amazing weekend. What was, uh, I mean, something, this is such a unique type thing that not every band gets to do. What yeah. was it like playing something this unique? I mean, something outside of the norm. For sure. I mean, it was really, really cool. I mean, the it was so almost like it, it felt like a family like barbecue. It, and it was just the most like relaxed atmosphere and just amazing amazing pe I don't know. I just I couldn't can't even put it into words. It it was just it felt like family, and it was it was awesome. Did you know? Uh, uh, how, I'm trying to think of the right way to say this. I'm going off the cuff here instead of uh, off of the uh, interview sheet. But um, and and Henry's a good friend of the show. Um, did when when the shows were over, like when this fest ended, was mm-hmm. the place still standing? I mean, like what? Did, <laughs> like I got it. It had to be such a, just a crazy. I can only imagine, like, I, from what I understand, like, it's been their family home for a long time. And so, yeah, just such a sad fucking thing. Um, yeah, this world is really fucking cruel sometimes. Um, yeah, but what, what was the mood like from like DJ Henry? Um, and just overall, I'm sure a lot of friends and family were there. Was it, was it upbeat? Yeah. I mean, so it was, it's, it's actually a really good and uplifting story. Um, Keep Flying is playing the last set, uh, the last night. They're, you know, closing it out. And about halfway through their set, Henry stops 
and he's like, and his, his mom is, is side stage, right, right next to them. And every time I've been to the Menzel's house, she's always there singing every word to either a survey says or yeah. a key flying song. And she is, you know, their biggest fan, you know, and an amazing woman. And he's like, mom, do you have anything you want to say, you know, to these people? And, you know, she just goes on and she's, you know, thanking everyone for coming. And she's, you know, thanking everyone for giving, you know, support to Henry and all these bands. And then she, she says that she found a place that she can go. She has a place where she'll be able to, you know, figure out, you know, what's next after the foreclosure. So, um, and there was a ton of money raised for, for them and for their family. And it was, it was, it was very, very upbeat, very positive. Like, I, I don't, I don't know if it could have been any more amazing for such a shitty circumstance for, you know, why the fest started in the first place. That's fucking incredible, man. The uh, good people there. Uh, There's the no doubt. About themselves. That, yeah. uh, again, friend of the show, Henry from keep flying. We had them on. I, I want to say it was like episode like seven or it eight. It was, it was really or early. nine. It was still single digits. And, wow. and that was six months ago and we're already yeah. up to 55 now with something more. It's crazy how things kind of go full circle and, yeah, and how small world it really yeah, is all connected. Is. Um, very cool, Tim, that you were involved with that. Thanks for elaborating. We'll have to talk to Henry about it a little bit more too and, and get some more insight. Um, Definitely. I, I encourage that. Now, Tim, we're going to have two more segments that we're going to do with you here before we start to say our goodbyes. Um, cool. one is a fan favorite. We do it pretty often. Um, one of my favorite genres of music is pop punk. I, I grew up on it. My first bands were pop punk. Um, so we're, we want to do this Satisfy Your Spotify segment okay. where, where you just kind of talk to us a little bit more about your just what you're jamming to, the music that you're into right now um, outside of playing it in something more. So um, your band is classified um, as a pop punk rock band. So who are some of your favorite pop punk bands? Do you have any? Absolutely. Um, I mean, off the gate, if we're going to talk about like, you know, the, the, you know, the Mayflower or, you know, Mayweathers, you know, I love state champs. I love yeah. neck deep, oh, yeah. um, love knuckle puck. Um, and on a, on a smaller scale, um, I really hadn't gotten into these guys until recently, but I, I love such gold. Um, I have, we have really good friends from Richmond, Virginia. Um, Centerfolds, they're an amazing band. Um, oh yeah, Centerfolds for sure. Yeah, I just recently started listening to them. Oh yeah, their 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 full length they're about to drop is gonna fucking it's 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 so killer. It's dope. Can't wait. What do you know when that's coming? Yeah, I don't know exactly when it's coming out, but it should be pretty soon. Well, that's kind of part of my next question. What albums have dropped this year or are due to drop this year uh, that you're waiting on? So. This is kind of like outside of pop punk uh, strictly, but I've been vibing the new Kendrick album. Like everyone's been saying that on the show. I haven't listened to it. I really got it is. It is incredible. I I love that shit. Um, And I'm also really, really interested to see what the new Paramore album is going to sound like. What are you thinking about the two singles that have uh, come out? I think they're out of this world. Fucking awesome. I fully agree with you. I loved hard times as soon as it came out. Hard times fucking blew me away. Yeah. And then the next single, it took me like a couple listens, but then I was like, okay, yeah, no, this definitely bops. This is cool as shit. I'm ready to see what this album is like. And and, and here's an interesting topic. We talked, oh God, Brandon, I don't know if you can remember who it was. We talked to just somebody recently within the last couple episodes um, about fallout boys new single young and menace if i'm that remembering was just correctly. a couple episodes ago yeah and yeah and it's it's funny the the difference in in reaction in my opinion i mean overall i'd say yeah. with paramore's two singles which are very different from what they were doing um and i think it's a great 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 direction there's been definitely mainly positive um reactions but from what i've seen at least from the people i follow on the socials and whatnot um, yeah. with Fallout Boy, it's been the opposite. People are like fucking freaking out. Like they don't like evolution, yeah. or they well, don't like the change. Or have or, you right. heard, have you heard it yet, Tim? And if so, what are your thoughts on Fallout Boy's new single? I have heard it, and I will echo. I will echo your like 
I, I will echo that. I mean, I don't, it's really, really weird that, you know, Paramore goes in this direction and it's so kind of like taken, right. you know, and then Fall Out Boy kind of does almost the same thing. It, I mean, yeah. and like, you know, they've been doing that kind of same thing for a good little bit they of, have you know, been. trying to like, and they've been getting shit for it thing. too. Right. And but they're still know. producing I, it. People are still consuming it. So, you know, at right. the end of the day, who's laughing? But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, personally, that Fallout Boy was not my cup of tea. But, yeah, um, yeah I, it, it is it is funny to to kind of see that juxta, you know, juxtaposition between those two bands. Yeah. And, and it's the opening track to their album, uh, which is due to release here, I, I think, in the summer. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they continue through the whole album because that's like a drastic. And I think that that's maybe totally. the big difference. Like Paramore still had like Paramore in it. That Absolutely. like if if somebody if Pat Stump's voice wasn't so which his voice was even so fucking like screwy in that like you could almost not even tell it was him. But if his voice totally. wasn't so recognizable, I may not have known that was Fall Out Boy. Right. It you could know? have been it could have been anybody. It could have been, you know. 21 pilots. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see if they really maintain that level of difference throughout the, the rest of the album. And again, it's, I believe it's the opening track. So, I mean, they're really like at least setting the time. Yeah. yeah they're at least trying to say yeah. like, Hey, they're either going to be like, Hey, this is going to be the rest of the album or they're going to be like, ha, I fooled you. You know, right. I, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> we will, we will fucking see. Um, for the last question here and satisfy your Spotify, uh, yeah. What band overall right now would you say is just killing it the most as of recent, at, le- at least Ooh. in your opinion? Ooh. Hmm. I know it's tough. I okay. could I could name a couple. I I'm gonna I just couldn't decide between the two, but I'm just gonna say both of them. Please, they yeah. Died. So uh, nominee from Texas. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, yeah. And in her own words, from California. Interesting. Now, in her own words, I'm not. I know the name, but I can't yeah. say much about them. Uh, nominee, I've I've heard a little bit more of. Uh, For but, sure. But you're all about those two right now, then, huh? Those those two bands are absolutely incredible. If you have not checked out, in her own words, full length, it's called Unfamiliar. It is. It's fucking amazing. So that was satisfy your Spotify with Tim from Something More. Thanks for playing along in that absolutely. little segment. We've got one more for you, and. This one's going to be, I, I think it's going to be really fucking funny. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, um, <laughs> but I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, here's a precursor. It's called Man's Best Friend. And we always try to create a segment that is brand new and inspired by the band that we're talking to. So as we talked about in the previous segments, Dogs Part 2 came out. They're Toby, rest in peace, little guy. Um, yep. So... We we figured we'd stick to the dog theme since Brandon and I are also big uh, dog fans. Love it, yeah. So this segment's called Man's Best Friend. Here's what you're doing, Tim. There's right. going to be six scenarios that we're going to read to you, okay? Some are going to be true. Some are going to be false. Of All dogs right. doing heroic, like outlandishly heroic things. Sick. Um, and seriously, they're funny as fuck. Um, we're going to read them to you. You're going to guess if they're true or false, and we're going to tell you if you're right or wrong. That's all it is. Cool. What what do you think? That sounds amazing. (laughs) I'm very excited. All right. um, I will kick it off then um, in the very first ever Man's Best Friend segment with Tim from Something More. So, again, true or false. So, Tracker is the dog in this first scenario. Tracker helped dig through some 30 feet of unstable debris at the World Trade Center Ground Zero site and locate the last human survivor of the attack. The dog's bravery was so celebrated that he is going to be cloned for use in other police rescue forces. True or false? Whoa, that has got to be true. Brandon, I I, I went to go ask you if you think it's true or false. You have the answers. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, So the answer is true. That actually happened. Isn't that amazing? that is fucking wild. That is wild. Yeah, the last human survivor in... Such a just uh, atrocious um, act of terror, um, and and it's nice to see some beauty, you know, come from from something like that. So, um, yeah. do- dogs are amazing creatures, no doubt. Um, Absolutely, Brandon. Go ahead and take uh, the second scenario here in Man's Best Friend. All right. So this dog's name is Blitz. 
Now, here we go with the story for Blitz. Blitz was made famous in 2012 during a catastrophic blizzard in northern Montana. A family was trapped in their log cabin home for two weeks without running water, electricity, and very little food. Blitz was able to crawl through a small space in the floorboards to reach the outside, finally catching the attention of a nearby park ranger who followed the anxious dog back to the family home, effectively rescuing everyone inside. A statue of Blitz stands outside of the home to this day in honor of Blitz's heroic feats. True, oh my God! True or false? I w- I want that to be true so bad. <laughs> there needs to be a fucking movie about that. I'm saying true. <laughs> All right, so Tim's going with true, and the answer. Tim, I wish we could tell you it was true, but that one uh, was made up. That's 100 percent uh, false. And and let me is- say, let me say this, Tim. Any. So, some of these stories, like truly, they're they're funny, like because they're so outlandish. Yeah. Um, the ones that are false, I just want everyone to know, I made up all by myself, like with <laughs> with no with nothing to go off. There's no, nothing true about anything we just said there. That was there's no dog named Blitz. Yeah, again. completely made up. Blitz with a Z. We even spelled it. That's how fucking. <laughs> that's how committed we were. We spelled it with a Z. Um, so that was false. But hey. You know, good guess there. Good guess. Yeah. All one right. for one. I'm, I'm all right. Yep. All right. We got uh, four more here. Um, and I know these are a little lengthy, but we, we think they're pretty fun. So um, next up is Katrina. Um, now, that, that's the dog's name. Okay. Hurricane Katrina was a miserable occurrence for everyone down south, but inspiring stories of heroism. Is that how you say that? Heroism. Heroism. Have helped give victims something to smile about. That's certainly the case with Katrina, the ironically named Black Labrador, who saved a drowning man before rising floodwaters claimed his life. The dog, who was later rescued herself by rescue teams, was honored at that year's Genesis Awards with a standing ovation. Tim, is that true or false? Uh, yeah, my girl Katrina definitely did that. And you would be correct. You Katrina right. yeah. did that. And again... I at first thought that they named the dog Katrina like after because that. Because of, right. But that but was the dog's the name. It was like meant to be. That's amazing. Yeah. That, I'm telling these dogs, dude. It's just dogs do some fucking awesome Insane, things. Insane, I know. Yeah. They're, they're the purest creatures. They really are. Brandon, give them the next one. All right. This is one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, this is Ginny. Okay. Right. This one is fucking awesome. This, this one is awesome. Jenny had over 300 cats attend her funeral, <laughs> paying homage to the dog who endangered herself on multiple occasions to save dying or stranded cats from peril. Oh. Uh, <laughs> on, <laughs> on one particularly remarkable occasion, Jenny threw herself against a vertical pipe at a construction site so that it would topple and the stranded cats inside could escape. Another time, Jenny suffered severe cuts on her paws to find an injured cat inside a box of broken glass. True or false? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that dog is like Bruce Willis in Die Hard. Yeah. That's, that's nuts. Uh, what do you think? True or false? Jenny McLean. I'm gonna say I'm just I'm gonna say true. Brandon? That one, Tim, is in fact true. That's a true story of Jenny. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Die-hard dog. Seriously. Ah, uh, man. That's sick. If this isn't putting a smile on everyone's face as they're listening, then I I don't know. I try. I really tried with this one. I actually am very proud of this segment, so, I, you know, I tried my best here. We've got two more for you, Tim. You're doing super great. You only missed one, and it, it doesn't even matter if you missed them. These stories are just fucking awesome. Yeah, for real. And we all want to believe every one of them is true, so. We do. Um, all right. Yeah. So, this next one, the dog's name is Izzy. Okay. Izzy was one of 20 aviation military dogs deployed in Afghanistan from 2006 through 2010. These dogs would be strapped to his or her trainer and jump from planes and sent to track explosives in enemy territory. During one of Izzy's last drops, his trainer's parachute cord got caught and was out of reach. Izzy was able to maneuver around to reach the cord and pull it with its own with his own teeth, releasing the chute just in time. Both what? <laughs> both landed safely and continued on their mission. Izzy was honored in 2012 at the annual aviation benefit banquet 
in Savannah, Georgia. Tim, is that true or false? I'm going true. That one was 100% me. I made that one up. I Damn, thought that was fucking that was awesome. That so convincing. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's funny is, is that... Um, like the annual aviation benefit banquet in Savannah, Georgia is absolutely not even a real thing. I mean, I just completely made that up. I don't even know if the military has aviation military that dogs. jump I, out of yeah. planes. I don't know. I feel like I've seen like German shepherds jump out of planes though. They very that well may. I, I mean, I, who I'm knows? sure they could if they haven't. And maybe we just gave, um, you know, some tips to the military on, True. on the, uh, you know, how to do their jobs. So, uh, <laughs> we've got one more for you, Tim. You've only missed two. And all of these are just, again, we want to believe them. They're dogs. Right? Uh, yeah. Brandon, go ahead and end the um, man's best friend segment with Tim from Something More. All right, here we go. This dog is Cancun 2. <laughs> now, all right. uh, it's not every day that a dog saves its family from armed pirates at sea, but amazingly, <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> that is exactly what Cancun 2 did. <laughs> so, uh, when Peter Lee found himself about to be hijacked on his 41-foot yacht by armed pursuers... The dog, who thinks he's a lion, uh. leapt right into action, furiously attacking the gunmen until one of them shot and stabbed the pooch between his shoulder blades. <laughs> dog, um, I don't mean to laugh at that. I'm <laughs> sorry. Damn, that sounded terrible. Amazingly, the dog was nursed back to health, and the family continued their voyage. True or false? Damn. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say false because I hope he didn't actually get stabbed. All right. Well, um, in this case, the story of Cancun 2 is 100% true. Damn it. Yeah. But, I mean, he, he was stabbed, but he did save the family. He, he got nursed back to health, and, and apparently, everything was happy. apparently they kept going on the voyage. like they. Yeah, they just kept trucking along. <laughs> that's, like, that's wild. Um, so uh, you were three for three, and there's nothing. Yeah, that's not bad. Hey, th this wasn't a win or lose. Sometimes we do play segments like t we, it's called, one's called Toast to Host, where yeah. the uh, person from the band will go against Brandon. Um, and we do want to see a winner. But in this one, everyone's a winner. Uh, Tim, thank you so much for playing uh, the, the very first ever man's best friend um, on Spinning Thoughts. So what did you awesome. think? Pretty good? It, yeah, it was awesome. That was so fun. <laughs> Glad you liked it. Uh, that was awesome. So that's a pretty good note to, to wrap things up on, Tim, I would say. But before we sign off, is there anything else you'd like to add or say to your fans? Maybe something that the band Something more has going on that we missed? Anything else that you'd like to add? Um, I mean, after this tour, we're, we'll be uh, traveling around with, uh, with Warp Tour. We'll be catering uh, with them. So we'll be coming around the country again this summer. Um, and I guess just to everyone that, like, sees us out there, please come up and talk to us. Like, I, we have beards and, like, you know, we might look a little scary, but we're not scary. <laughs> we just want to say what's up. You know, we're just we're, we're cool people. We like talking. So. You know, just come say what's up. And real quick, just on that topic then, wh what exactly are you saying is going on with Warp Tour then? You're, are you on the tour, or what did you mean with the catering? I, I feel out of the loop with that. Oh, so, yeah, um, so catering, um, if you're a catering band on Warp Tour, essentially what that means is you're you're able to follow around and, like, get into the tour every day because oh. you volunteer your time um, working in the catering. And then so you can kind of promote and stuff like that. And then if bands drop throughout the tour, like if they have an open stage or something like that, um, we're the first bands that they pull from. No to, fucking way. To, I, yeah. I, and I've I heard can't... so many stories about the catering, too, from Warped Tour. But... That, is that what that is? Is that what that yep. means then? Oh, my God. So there, and, and there's another thing called a barbecue band. And the barbecue band plays every single day, but they, like, throw all the parties at the end of the night, the, like the barbecues. I can't Weird. believe that the, I didn't we've heard of, fucking of the, know this. The uh, catering is, and all that shit. We've heard this numerous times. That is but. the coolest goddamn thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, yep, as, yep. as if Warp Tour couldn't get cooler. It just right? did for me. My <laughs> mind's blown. Yeah, Warp Tour is the best. Dude, so uh, what What are your travel plans? Like, are you, are you guys, like, planning on going from start to finish? Yeah, so oh we'll my get God. home. Wow. We'll get home from... Um, this tour at the end of may and then we have about 10 days off and then the warp tour starts in seattle so we have to we'll drive from maryland to seattle holy and shit. then 
start the start the tour from there and then we'll be back home around the middle of september so we're gone for like three and a half months yeah wow 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 dude that is seriously so fucking cool july 14th uh, Warp Tour will be in Pittsburgh, and Brandon and I will be there, and There's we no will question, fucking yeah. find you, dude. That Yo, is awesome. Hell yeah, dude. We will, like I said, man, we will be there. Tim, I appreciate the insight all around this whole uh, conversation, especially there at the end. I feel embarrassed I didn't know that. Uh, I have a fucking music show, and I didn't even know that about Warp Tour, but <laughs> I, I owe you one, Tim. Thank you. I'll buy you a beer or something like that. Hey, it sounds good, man. I won't turn that down. Uh all right. Hey, Tim, stick around. We're going to talk off the air for a minute, but I honest to God want to thank you. I had an amazing time talking to you today. We really appreciate you being part of the Spinning Thoughts family. Hey, same here. Thank you so Take much for care, having Tim. me. Take care, Tim. Take care. Once again, we want to thank Tim from Something More for being with us here for episode 55 of Spinning Thoughts. I really had a lot of laughs. I really loved the conversation. Brandon, what did you think? Dude, I am a huge fan of the Man's Best Friend segment. I thought that was fucking awesome. Uh, and if you have not yet uh, checked out Dogs Part 2, released on April 14th by Something More, do yourself a favor and do so. While you're checking out Something More, make sure you're checking out Spinning Thoughts on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. We're on Facebook and SoundCloud. We encourage you to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere else you want to find this kind of media, you can visit our website at thespinningthoughts.com. Again, it's thespinningthoughts.com. Signing off from Spinning Thoughts, this is Angelo. And this is Brandon. As always, we leave you from the Spinning Thoughts World Music Megaplex here at Evergreen Studios, reminding you to share music and spread love. It makes sense for the time apart. There was always so much to Bye.